When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Including Ralph Napolitano, who want me to invite these two Daily News writers, Goldstadt and the scumbag Sommerfeld, on. Because, you know, the New York Post writes a story this morning about my interview with Eric Adams yesterday, and it's on page two, by the way, page two. They do a good job. You know, they talk about what I asked Eric and what he answered. Basically, the Tiffany Caban stuff. But the Daily News guys, like most liberal media outlets, they editorialize. Right. So in this column, for example, they talk about me being a white conservative Donald Trump supporter. Oh, my God. Mind you, there's about 70 million of us. 70 million. You go on to say that I've got a blacklist of people who I want cops to stop serving. I don't have any list, no blacklist, you two morons. Caban's got a pamphlet out there telling little kids that cops kill black and brown people. What blacklist? And then they go on to say that I basically had the balls to lecture the mayor about what it's like to be black. And I did. Lecture him. I just explained to him that despite what some black people say, black people are, in fact, racist. There's a school of thought that blacks can't be racist because they were slaves. Really? Joy Reid, Al Sharpton, Don Lemon, LeBron James, want me to keep going? So they put all these things in there, in this article, instead of just telling about the conversation between me and Adams, which has now gotten worldwide coverage. My next guest is one of my favorite politicians. She's in Brooklyn, the neighborhood I grew up in. Sheepshead Bay and Brighton Beach and the Midwood section, all those fine places. She's a hero, a councilwoman. And um, she came up with this End Jew Hatred Day. And the city council, Tiffany Caban, there's the name right there, hates cops. Right? The city council has more horrible people. I mean, the worst of the worst. And they don't even want to do this. I saw Eric Dinowitz a couple of days ago. 
in tears. But in Avernikov, to her credit, in front of the whole council, almost this last week, goes off on these people, calls them out for what they are. Play this, Lou. Go ahead. I propose to proclaim April 29th as a day to end Jew hatred, like they did in five other cities, localities, and states, to send a message to all Jewish New Yorkers that this city, elected officials and leaders of all faiths, stripes, and colors have your back, that this city will not tolerate you being harassed, vilified, or beaten in broad daylight, that we commit to taking action when your civil rights are being violated, that today... We set aside political differences and commit to working together to end Jew hatred because we all agree that anti-Semitism is unacceptable in any society. I thank Speaker Adams, Chair Osei, and all my colleagues for the bipartisan support this resolution has received. But it's also astounding to see the council members who clearly do not want to end Jew hatred. Your anti-Semitism is showing. Thank you. (laughs) Your anti-Semitism is showing. Way to go, Inna. Here she is. Inna Vernikov, that was awesome, Inna. Good stuff. Good morning, Sid. Good morning, everyone. It's been a minute. It's been a, more than a minute, actually. I believe it's been a couple of months, but, you know, you uh, made me aware, of course. We'll get to your election coming up, too, which is going to be newsworthy, but uh, of this speech you made in front of the council and end your hatred. Now, I did talk about that day a couple of days ago. As I said, I played the Eric Dinowitz cut. His cut, not nearly as passionate as yours. And you're right, Ida. It's hard to believe that anybody, anybody would be against ending Jew hatred, clearly anti-Semites. You know, Sid, I have to say, even I was shocked. I I mean, a simple resolution calling for a day to end Jew hatred. It's symbolic. Resolutions, people, uh, council members never vote no or abstain from resolutions. It's just it never happens, and I'm, I'm there on the floor talking about the atrocities of the Holocaust. I'm talking about how our grandparents were sent to gas chambers and concentration camps, and I'm sitting right next to them, and I hear, no, no, <laughs> abstain, 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 four abstentions and, and two no's. And by the way, the abstentions, that, that just means no. You're just, right. you're, you're, two of you are anti-Semites, and four of you are anti-Semites under cover. Well, are you, allowed, uh, are you allowed to share the names of these people? I mean, I, I believe the best way to humiliate these people is to call them out. I don't know if you want to do that. You've got to work with them every day. But if you really want to make a difference, call these bastards out. Said it, it's public information. It's all over the news. It, it was in the Post. It was in many, many publications. One of the council members who abstained, uh, you know, regret it. The next morning, I spoke to her. We're going to go to a Holocaust museum. I mean, it, it's unacceptable. Did, did she explain to you? Did she explain to you why she abstained? It's great that she came to her senses, this moron. And I'm glad you take her to a museum. But did she explain why she abstained in the first place? Uh, she tweeted it. She said she did not read the resolution. I mean. It says, end Jew hatred. <laughs> How much review do you need for a resolution that says, end Jew hatred? Now, what about, the rest, happens- what about the rest of these other people that actually said no, didn't abstain, but said no? Did they give any reason why they were saying no? So check this out. Shahana Hanif voted no and said she couldn't, she couldn't be quiet. She had to talk about why she, she's voting no. And so she said that this resolution was proposed by extreme right-wingers, MAGA insurrectionists who don't support our trans brothers and sisters. What she was referring to was a letter that I sent to Congress, I think two weeks ago, in support of the Women's Protection Act, 
uh, because of the craziness that's going on right now in women's sports. You got biological men competing with biological women, biological females in sports, and they can never win. Women can never win. And there was there was an outcry. It's like we just wanted to, myself together with Councilmember Ariola and Vicky Palladino, we sent this letter to Congress in support of this because we just think it's insanity and it's totally unfair to women. And where are all these women's rights advocates? Where where are the progressives yeah. who support yeah. women yeah. in this? And so I was called out because I don't support our trans brothers and sisters. That's why she cannot vote for a resolution, a simple resolution, to call for a day to end your hatred. I have a question. Uh, I'm not surprised that Joanne Ariola and Vicky Palladino, two uh, lovely and great American ladies, uh, voted with you. Uh, I don't know who this person is. I didn't even catch her name. Is she black? I'm just curious. Just curious. Shahana Hanif. You check her out. Okay, she is. Okay. Uh, look, it, there's a whole bunch of issues that go into this. People lie. She used that as an excuse to trans stuff. Trust me. People just lie every day. The truth is, like you said, these people have anti-Semitism in their hearts because let's say, let's say she was angry with you about what you did in terms of the transgenders. And by the way, you're a thousand percent right. Any normal, sane person would agree. You're a thousand percent right. But let's say she was mad about that. Why would she choose to attack a resolution protecting Jewish people. Why? That's her payback. I'm going to pay back the Jews because you're not nice to the transgenders. So what that says is she's an anti-Semite, bottom line, no matter what she says. You're absolutely right. It's totally an excuse. And you know what? She, she also said that she's always supporting her Jewish brothers and sisters. She has never once in City Hall spoke up about the Jewish community or anti-Semitism. We are the biggest, the most targeted ethnic minority right now. And she, I have never heard her speak up. Uh, so this is, it's just an excuse. They're anti-Semites. And it's really sad to see that in city council, New York City, the most tolerant city in the world, right? Please. I mean, I just, uh, as I, I know you heard, I spoke to the mayor yesterday. It's in every newspaper in this city, political, uh, even places out of this country. And I uh, talked about Tiffany Caban, city council, looking for to, uh, money for city council who's out there with pamphlets for little kids in it, little kids saying that police kill brown and black people for doing the same exact thing that white people do every day. And when that was printed in the papers this morning, you would have thought Tiffany would have come to her senses and maybe tried to explain it away. No, she doubled down and she said, listen, it's a fact. Police treat brown and black people differently. It's everywhere. Anti-Semitism, anti-cop, anti-Asian, it's everywhere in us. So, Sid, this is why I make it my business to expose this stuff. I talk about it. I go on the radio. I go on the news. I talk about what's going on so people know because so many people don't even know the craziness that's going on over there. And that's why it's so important to vote these people out and vote in, you know, even normal Democrats. Vote in the common sense Democrats or, or Republicans. I mean, of course, I, I'm rooting for Republicans because I think that we're the ones with the most common sense. But, you know, I would be happy to see these folks being replaced with centrist Democrats. That's why it's so important for people to vote. And we've, we've got elections coming up. Can I, can I ask you a question? Because um, my, my boss, John Katsimatidis, and I, I know you know this. He's like my father. We're that close. And he uses those two word, three words all the time, common sense Democrats. He's a very smart guy, very successful, much more than me. I can't find any. I mean, Eric Adams at times is, but 
not on a consistent basis. I can't find any common sense Democrats. Dove Hyken, for example, is our mutual friend. He says he's a Democrat. He's just not. At this point, he's adopted just about every Republican belief outside of, uh, I don't even know what, maybe gays. I don't even know. So can you tell me who these common sense Democrats are? Because it sounds lovely, but I can't think of one. Not one. You should come visit us in City Hall. We have something called the Common Sense Caucus. We have two Democrats, just two, but we have two Democrats in the Common Sense Caucus. And let me tell you, there are others, but they're just quiet. There really are other Democrats who are really normal. They just don't speak up. That's the issue. Yeah, but that's that a crime got. right there. That's a crime. I mean, that's a crime right there. If they're, I hear you. Right? I mean, what good is it I if they're you. common sense Democrats and they don't talk? Because, I, again, I can't, I, I believe me, I want it to exist. Because I've been a Democrat Jew most of my life out of Brooklyn. But I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. And I can't label people nicely who are part of that party. Because they're just absolutely insane. These are crazy people. So that gets to you. You, on the other hand, you are a great council person. You're exactly what Brooklyn and the state needs. But now, because of all this redistricting nonsense and, uh, you know, the, all these uh, districts changing, you have a primary coming up uh, in June, which never should have been the case, but it is the case now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, people are asking, like, what? You just got elected. I... Why is there an election again? But, yeah, unfortunately, because of the redistricting, um, it feels like I just won. I just got in. Um, I just started my work, but unfortunately, I have another election. And now there's a primary. Uh, there's someone trying very hard to get me out of office. So uh, there's a primary. The election is June 27th, and I ask everyone to please all the registered Republicans to come out to vote on June 27th. Um, or there's early voting. It starts June 17th. So please, it's really, really important. I think. You know, we're talking about all the crazy in the city council, but it's really, really the onus is on the public, on on the people to come out and vote in the right people. So I'm asking everyone to please not stay home. Um, if you're going to be away, you could always get an absentee ballot um, and just make sure you vote. June 27th, you better vote for Inna Vernikov. I'm going to come to your house and beat you up, bottom line. And I can do that. I'm a pretty, pretty strong guy. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, this Justin Brennan uh, race, I know that you know Ari Kagan and some others. I know Anna, friend of yours as well. Are you, uh, you have a, a healthy interest in that one, too. Have you endorsed anybody you're talking about it? Right now, worried about your own, uh, your own race. I am really busy with my own race, but, of course, I um, endorse the Republican. And in this race, I endorse Anna. I think she's the best uh, candidate to win. I think she has the best shot of beating the Democrat, and we'll see how it turns out. Anna, you're still endorsing Anna. Okay, great. And for you, June 27th, and again, even though uh, we played that audio of you and you were great again this morning, Anna, calling out these people for being anti-Semites, for the most part, you feel like the council is made up of pretty good people, or are you disappointed with the council? I, I think for the most part, it's it's really good people. Unfortunately, some of them don't speak up. You know, I'll tell you that if if a lot of them spoke up, we would see a different city council because we talk to these people on the side. We, I, I'm friends with some of these people. I talk to them weekly, daily. Um, if we just had their voices, I mean, I can't even tell you how many people were upset about what happened the other day with this reso, but they didn't they didn't talk about it. They didn't they didn't make any public statements. Hmm. It's very unfortunate. Uh, but I think that, you know, when you look at the numbers 
say for this resolution, the majority of the city council overwhelmingly supported it. It passed. We just have a couple of these voices that are loud yep. uh, that we need to vote out. Vote yep. them out of office. Get them out. So on the way out, is it true what I'm hearing that uh, the city council, led by you, at some point you're considering naming a street in Sheepshead Bay after me? Is that true? Let's talk about it. Of of, of course. <laughs> One day, Sid, one day. Okay, okay, I'll take it. Uh, June 27th, please go vote for my friend Inna Vernikoff. She's proven how great she is, uh, taking care of my favorite parts of Brooklyn, where I grew up, of course. Excellent job with your End Jew Hatred Day resolution. And for those folks who didn't come along, my belief is their political lives are short-lived. Inna, you are great, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You got it. In a Vernicor, folks, go vote for June 27th in Brooklyn. Continue to make a difference.